Get to this generational wealth, bet that. We gon' lift off like a jetpack. Time to tune in, not just speaking real facts. Right here is everything you need. This ain't no get rich quick thing. Create your own economy. Cause we ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Learn from the queen of crypto, your host. Naja Roberts, leading people out of financial slavery through Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Learn to get left behind. Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi millionaires, one family at a time one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to change the way you look at money and everything else around you, because it absolutely matters. And I'm going to take it a step further today. And say everything that you have learned about money is wrong. (laughs) And so we're going to rethink some things today. So today is Tuesday, June 6, 2023. And I am, as always, excited about life. I am excited about our Cryptopian celebrities whose birthdays are today, first and foremost. So let's get them on the panel here today. We've got Vasti Lachin from Birmingham, Alabama. Happy birthday. We've got Nicole Jones from Douglasville, Georgia. And we also have Elizabeth Almonte from White Plains, New York. And I want to say to all three of you, I hope today is filled with all the love, joy, peace, happiness, and understanding you deserve on this your birthday, June the 6th. And this is an incredible time, ladies and gentlemen. I am just so excited. I think I may have to rebrand the super califragilistic expialidocious <laughs> from when I was a kid. Because that's how I'm feeling when I'm reading and seeing what opportunities are at our fingertips. Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to share with you today some things that are absolutely going to scare you and rock your socks off. But guess what? We've got answers. You know, a lot of times people have some doom and gloom, but they don't have a way out and everybody just has to sit and kumbaya. Well, we are not going kumbaya. We are going to figure this thing out together And we are going to lock arms. We're going to lock minds. We're going to lock everything that we need to do to make sure that our community makes it on the other side of money. And so to that end, I want to say that it is there's just so much to say, but I am going to uh, I'm going to give you a quote from Albert Einstein. It says. Three rules of work. Out of the clutter, find simplicity. From discord, find harmony. 
in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. And I'm going to tell you all, it just seems like since I have embarked on educating our community, not just regular regular round things have been happening, but just supernatural things have been just coming in the path, creating obstacles for us to get this information. Uh, I, you all, one of these days, once I do my book, you will see, like, I cannot believe that she was going through all of these things and still making sure that she got on the radio every day to disseminate this information, because I absolutely understand that whoever the powers that be are and whoever the spiritual powers that be, they do not want our community to get the upper hand. And so out of the clutter, I'm going to find simplicity for you and the discord. Uh, I'm going to find harmony. And in the middle of this difficulty, we are going to pull these opportunities out and we are going to execute And I am going to continue to say, ladies and gentlemen, that knowledge is absolutely not power. The applied knowledge that you have is what is power. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I have got some heat for you today. We are going to talk about stagflation. We touched on stagflation in the past. We've talked about inflation. We've talked about deflation. We've talked about all the different things that are happening in the macro. And so as we continue to do these shows, we're going to really reshape your thoughts because what we've got to keep as the overarching understanding that you and I have is that out of every crisis, every complication, Everything that could possibly go wrong in our lives, in our world, around us, opens up opportunities. And ladies and gentlemen, the opportunities are here, and we're going to step through these doors, and we are going to make these things happen. So when we come forward, we're going to jump into the conversation about stagflation, crises, Bitcoin, gold and real estate because they all matter immediately they matter so when we come forward we'll jump into this conversation this is kbla talk 1580 in a moment moment. more with Naja roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on kbla talk 1580 meet joe a joe b and joe c three everyday joes perfecting their banking with chase joe a is locking his lost debit card with the chase mobile app Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase Banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect. Support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. King C. Gillette is the modern man's answer to their facial hair. A complete set of precision tools and quality care products fit for your beard style. There's the King C. Gillette Beard Thickener that strengthens the facial hair you already have while increasing the volume of each strand for a noticeably thicker look. And with daily use, it maintains thickness with a lightweight fragrance with the King C. Gillette Signature Scent. Master your style with King C. Gillette. We've got a lot to talk about. I'm Reverend Gerald, the Life Coach. 
Is someone you love struggling with addiction and mental illness? Is improving your family's health important? Want to leave a legacy that your family can grow? Are you ready to enhance your perception of life experiences? Then wake up weekends at 7 a.m. with Urban Family Focus and get the wisdom, opportunity, resources, and motivation to live your best life. Join the conversation on Urban Family Focus Saturday and Sunday at 7 a.m. Unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got your black. Hi, it's Dominique DePrima from KBLA Talk 1580. It's going down on Juneteenth weekend, Saturday, June 17th at 11 a.m. for the Ribbon Cutting and Street Festival for the New Orleans Corridor in Los Angeles. You know it. It's about time this important part of our story, our culture, was recognized by L.A. Join Mayor Karen Bass, New Orleans Mayor LaToya Cantrell, Councilwoman Heather Hutt, and Grammy Award-winning musicians Irvin Mayfield, Terrace Martin, and 1500 or Nothing for an amazing celebration. Go to nola2latickets.org to claim your free ticket. That's nola2latickets.org. I'll be your MC, and I will see you there. Saturday, June 17th at 11 a.m. It's the New Orleans Corridor in L.A. for Juneteenth, 2023. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So I need for those of you who are astute listeners that are taking notes and really going back and researching. I am always saying to everything, do not trust, verify. And so it is very important that we do our due diligence as you learn different things. We are all about this digital revolution that is coming, but we also need to know how we got where we are today. And I've always stated that financially, history repeats itself. And today, we're going to go through a few things that you may want to go back and do some research on your own. So there are little known concepts in the financial market dating back to the 1950s that actually show the Federal Reservers, the people who want to monopolize the money, What would happen if they enacted their policies? So they look at these financial charts and then they try to figure out if we do this, then this is going to happen. If we do this, then this is going to happen. And it just seems since the 1950s up until today that these charts are given to them by their data analysis. uh, The people that do the the analogy on on this data And a lot of times, in my opinion, it looks like they ignored it. And so, ladies and gentlemen, in 2022, 2023, I am telling you that they're getting these charts from those people that are doing the analysis and they are ignoring it. And so there are periods of time that I was looking at in my research that between 1970s and the 1980s, We were devastated as Americans around the world as it relates to the U.S. dollar. And a lot of people don't even really realize how affected we were in the 1970s and the 80s. But I'm going to break it around, break it down. 
And like most things today, lessons are quickly forgotten. Maybe it's because the feds and the bankers and the government have short-term memory. And a lot of us are getting short-term memories because we're forgetting about all of the things that just happened in 2020 and 2021. And maybe it's because there's no consequences for their actions. Like when all of the bank fails and all of the bank failures of 2008, 2009 and the the housing crisis and all of those things, we just got amnesia. But in the 1950s, these charts and concepts were given to the feds again and they didn't listen. And now we're dealing with this debt ceiling and it shows that the next set of crises are going to be happening again. And really, ladies and gentlemen, it's not good. So I'm going to break down some of the concepts in this chart. We're going to take a look at it. We're going to see how the Fed's recent actions, the debt ceiling debate, and we're going to talk about how it played out in this in this show. And we may even have to expand to the next show to make sure that we're looking at a winning game plan that we can use to last through this period and then for our children's children and children's children's children and we can protect our savings and our purchasing power so let's jump into it right now so um because almost everything that you've learned is wrong it's just a little bit difficult to just really change the way we think but For the most part, just understanding the financial plumbing. And when I say plumbing, I say plumbing because plumbing is difficult. For those of us that know anything about plumbing or houses and having to call a plumber, when you call a plumber out, they're just trying to figure out what's wrong. They're running snakes. They're running cameras. They're trying to see if it's a stoppage in the main line. They're trying to figure out if a pipe is, if some a child has put a toy down the sink. All of those things happen. And so the same thing applies to this financial industry. We got some financial plumbing that is so difficult to understand, but my plan is to make it easy to break it down but not only break it down but to make it actionable so let's get right to it what i'm talking about it what i'm talking about right now is this chart from the 1950s and it's what's called the phillips curve p-h-i-l-l-i-p-s curve c-u-r-v and you all can look it up look it up and do a little bit of research, but you might not believe it, but this chart single-handedly is responsible for America's worst and only period of what they are calling stagflation. Now, it wasn't actually the Phillips curve that created stagflation, but it was the Fed's but again, the Fed, the Federal Reserve was to blame because they ignored this. So, The Phillips curve was meant to illustrate the relationship between inflation and unemployment. It was the first proposed economist. His name was William Phillips in the 1950s. And he gained a lot of attention with this actual charts. And this chart was followed for decades. Phillips basically said that there was an inverse relationship between inflation and unemployment. When unemployment is low, 
that's when we should see inflation tends to be a little bit higher. And of course, when unemployment is high, inflation tends to be low. And so that's the correlation. The relationship actually held true and became kind of a guiding principle for a lot of the policymakers in 1970. The feds also believed that they could use monetary policy, which is the problem we have right now. They put together this monetary policy to manipulate the curve and keep unemployment low and inflation in check. And their goal was to strike a balance between the underestimated long-term implications of their actions. But now the feds are starting to expand the money supply again. Let's just say is way too excessive, flooding the economy with easy credit, low interest rates, and if that sounds familiar at all, it should. But what they fail to recognize is that inflation is not solely driven by what is called demand, the demand. But it could also be a result from a course of supply shock. And I'm saying these things, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm kind of reading from a playbook from 1970, but here we sit in the same situation in 2023. So there is some sort of supply shock. And it's always, always, ladies and gentlemen, the price of things are going to be based on supply and demand. That's why when we look at Bitcoin, supply and and demand. We look at a finite number. 21 million Bitcoin will be the only ones that will ever be created. Supply versus demand. And if you know your economic history, you know that in 1970, it had its fair share of supply shocks from the oil prices to the wages and the price controls. The economy was hit hard by the feds, what they call expansionary policies combined with this supply shock created the perfect storm and it led it led to this phenomenon that the United States hadn't seen before. Again, this is right around 1970. And in the course of that, they created stag inflation. It was an economic nightmare in 1970s. High inflation, soaring unemployment, and we had stagnant economic growth because it looked like the nation and it just looked like a lot of things were just happening in the nation. No businesses, a lot of the businesses went bust. They went down the drain left and right. People lost their jobs. The cost of living skyrocketed. Again, we got a little bit of short term. Now, I wouldn't remember that because I was born in 1970. But some of you were around and working and doing some things in the 70s. And the cost of living living skyrocketed. Does it kind of sound like what we're dealing with right now? Now, it was a harsh wake-up call for the economists who placed their full faith in this simplistic Phillips curve framework. 
It was also a painful lesson for the limitations of this new monetary policy. And it also taught them how complex the economic dynamics really were because they were acting like it just wasn't that um, complicated, but it is. Now, this should be a cautionary tale for us, but right now I'm really wondering if the Fed actually learned anything from this period because we're repeating it right now. The answer is that they didn't because they're making the exact same mistake. In fact, some people say they're about to make the same mistake again. I say that they've made the same mistake again. Unless, of course, this is Naja and her conspiracy theory. <laughs> Maybe it's not by mistake at all. Now, feds, they could be telling lies. The banks could possibly die. Like all these things could be by design. Hint, hint, FTX. I just said this the other day. I'm feeling like the more I'm listening to the conversation that they did this on purpose, but that's where we are today. But the message now is that Silicon Valley um, venture capitalist, his name is Balaji, and you can read some of the things that he said, B-A-L-A-J-I. You can just Google them and find out because he made the headlines back in the day a couple of years ago stating that Bitcoin was going to hit a million dollars. And he made a bet on it. And when he made that bet on that, um, what actually happened, in my opinion, was he used that as clickbait. A lot of people use Bitcoin to get people's attention and clickbait. I had never for one moment thought that Bitcoin would hit a million dollars, but he put it out there. But the message was that he wanted to get across is that the feds are causing this crisis and that it's going to get way worse. So if the feds cause this crisis, it's important to understand and acknowledge that the major convergence of crises that we're witnessing right now are about to come all together. But I'm going to say this to you, ladies and gentlemen. Once you see something, you can never unsee it. Once you learn how this money is working and how our government is working, you can never unsee it. And that's just like you see something bad and horrific. You can never unsee it. And so we need to take this look at money seriously. And once you understand how it's working, just keep that planet in your mind and try not to unsee it and do different things uh, in your favor. And really what it does right now in 2023 is surpassing the challenges that were actually faced in 1970s. It's making it seem like a breeze on a summer day, in my opinion. So what we have right now is a convergence of crises and crises that are just like all over the place. And so again, as we talk about these different crises, I want you to feel calm and secure about the fact that we have the answers. But you got to know what's going on to know how important it is that you make some moves and you make moves relatively quickly, but you do it in a smart way. We have an ongoing debt ceiling crisis, which looks like 
is getting kicked down the road for several years. We know that they just came up with an agreement, but it's not gone anywhere. It's just getting kicked down the road. So we got to be ready for that next time, right? Because next time it's not going to be as easy as it is right now because they're thinking about printing more money, and we'll talk about that in a minute. And, of course, by ongoing, I mean that the crisis has been building and building and building upon each other is huge they've kicked it down the road a little bit to just kind of put a band-aid on it as i said but regardless the administration is going to have to come back and deal with it because they have no income that is going to actually cure what is happening so there is a municipal crisis as wall street journal article recently pointed out by the Biden administration and the Biden administration may soon be forced to bail out local and state funds due to excessive risks that they have taken when they borrowed money. So there is a lot going on in this. And so as we take a look at the different crises and we really need to make sure that right now we've got a little breath of fresh air, meaning they've kicked the can down the road, but we know that down the road it's coming. So again, you all, we're playing chess and not checkers. They've made their move and we know we don't have to worry about some of those things for time, you know, for a little bit of time. So that gives us some time to really get what we need to get going in that space. But then there's all these other things that are coming up. And so we're going to talk about these different crises in just a few minutes. And I am going to tell you in my research what has fared well in the past. Now, we know that Bitcoin was not around in the 70s or the 80s or the 90s. And so I have to say that adding Bitcoin to your portfolio is absolutely unequivocally what you should be doing. Again, I got to say, not what you should be doing, what you should be watching me do. I guess that's it because I can't provide any financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor anymore. But I also want to look at what else worked during these times and make sure that our community is up on the game. When we come forward after news, sports, and traffic, we'll jump into the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Say the quiet part out loud. KBLA Talk 1580. An action-packed series beginning Friday, May 12th to Sunday, May 14th at Dodger Stadium. For tickets, visit Dodgers.com slash tickets. This is the KBLA Sports Minute with Ray Richardson. There are folks in Denver who have extra appreciation today for Rams owner Stan Kroenke. Kroenke is the Nuggets majority owner. He bought the Nuggets in 1999 for $450 million. A key part of the purchase was Kroenke agreeing not to move the team. Kroenke kept his word and kept the Nuggets in Denver. He now has a team on the doorstep of winning his first NBA championship. According to Forbes magazine, the Nuggets are now worth $1.93 billion, a pretty good investment in a team that was on the verge of leaving Denver before Kroenke stepped in. Congratulations to a brother named Carrick Jackson. Jackson was hired as the head baseball coach at the University of Missouri. The St. Louis native is the first black baseball coach in the history of the Southeastern Conference. 
no debates, no speculation, just the info you need. That's your KBLA Sports Minute. I'm Ray Richardson. More news, opinions, and conversation when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. Everybody now face Is there a better day of the year to celebrate the anniversary of the only unapologetically progressive talk station west of the Mississippi focused on issues that impact the black community? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We think not. A station that amplifies black voices like yours with hosts and guests who look and sound like you. <laughs> Celebrating our second anniversary on Juneteenth where KBLA Talk 1580. And you ain't seen nothing yet. yet. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Talk radio. That's music to your ears. ears. We're unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Hi, I'm Ray Richardson, your sports connection here at KBLA Talk 1580. Join me and my co-host Neil Scarborough every Saturday night at 7 for Out of Bounds, the show that brings some flavor to the world of sports for 60 minutes. We take you beyond the scores and press conferences. We give you our point of view, the way black folks see what's going down. You can join the conversation and give us your analysis at 1-800-920-1580. Out of Bounds, every Saturday night at 7 on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got your black. black. You like your style, though. Heard any other talk radio lately that sounds anything like this? We didn't think so. You're listening to Unapologetically Progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. Ladies and gentlemen, I am just going. I I literally don't have a smile. I have a smile on my face, but not because I am ecstatic at this minute. I'm just looking at I've got so much great information to give you, and we're going to make a part two to this tomorrow. But I want to say that uh, we are on the right path. So we're talking about Bitcoin. We're talking about gold. We're talking about real estate. I'm going to constantly say those things because as we look back at history, we will see what has done well, what has stood the test of the time, the test of the government, the test of everything else. Poor policies and all of those things. And so tomorrow we're going to continue the conversation about all of the crises that are converging at once because we have to get into our cryptocurrency news. And man, we're just running out of time every day, but we got so much good information. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into our cryptocurrency market update. And again, I'm smiling because we were just about to get into the juice and um, I'm going to save it for tomorrow because there's some good things that you need to know. But you also need to know that if you are interested in getting this game plan together, 
This is not something that I am charging for. This is for our community to get the best information and get the guest best game plan and to have what I would call marching orders that you can actually research, do your due diligence and set yourself on the right path. And so we'll get into all these crises and all of the opportunities that are available. But this evening, because I haven't been able to in the last, I don't know, in the last month and a half, I am going to actually start to introduce us to another opportunity that we can do while we are buying our cryptocurrency. We're doing everything that we need to do to make sure that we are getting our wealth in order, that we're maintaining our wealth, that we're sustaining our families, that we are on the right path. And so if you're interested in getting information, I'm going to do a Zoom this evening. I think I'm going to do it about 7 p.m. And we're going to actually talk about um, just what we need to be doing in in the in the way of action items because we can't actually do we just don't have enough time i'm gonna continue to explain on the radio but we got to get into action items we got to get everything in order it's got to be a 360 holistic approach to what we need to do and we need to do it sooner than later but with that being said again send me a email at asknajaroberts at gmail.com asknajaroberts at gmail.com i will send you an actual um i guess a flyer of of my zoom tonight it'll be a personal zoom just for our community and then you can send me a text message if you need to to 424-317-7373 again 424-317-7373 and we're going to do a little bit of talking and then i'm going to really give you all some action items because we are taking people from point a to point z and making sure that everything is set up meticulously. Now, I've asked you to gather your documents. I've asked you to really get into some of your accounts and make sure that your passwords are right, that you've given them all of your identification, and that you know in the event that you need to push a button that you're able to move or transfer or or even understand what fees or penalties you're going to pay if you decide to move something. Again, if you decide to move something, it needs to be, uh, you need to be ready. And so I hope you have begun doing that. If you haven't and you're just new and listening, please start to gather those things. If you've been on Fidelity, if you've been on uh, TD Ameritrade, if you're on Robinhood, if you're on uh, PayPal, Cash App, any of those things, make sure that you have done everything that you need to do to be able to move your money off those platforms when you need to. I'm going to specifically say Cash App too as well because a lot of people think because you're using Cash App on a daily basis that when you go to Cash App and say, give me my money in large amounts that you're going to get it. But I will give you a newsflash. They will crack your face by telling you, no, you need to do a KYC, send us your ID front and back, all of these things. And they will prolong your ability to pull your money or your Bitcoin off of their platform because you haven't done a current 
KYC. You might have done one five years ago, but they've got new rules and regulations. And so every platform that you deal with with money, if you're on Robinhood and they're rounding up that dollar, make sure you get in there and figure out if I need to move this money, what is it I need to do to move it? And how do you do that? You go in there and you request I don't care if it's $10, request something and see if there's any type of stipulations or any things that you need to provide so that you can be ready when you need to get some money off. Or again, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So that is what I'm saying about all financial products that you have. I don't care if it's your insurance policies. When when is the last time you went in there to really check if your beneficiaries are still in the proper order? You may have had a grandchild or a couple of grandchildren, or you may have decided, you know, there's a lot of things we don't think about as life happens. Get into all of these accounts, ladies and gentlemen, know where your insurance is, know how your insurance is set up. Just know if you have any cash value, there are things that we need to start paying attention to right now. This is the time, time is of the essence, but what I'm going to start doing starting tonight I was actually supposed to start yesterday and didn't even have the opportunity to get it done. But tonight, rain, sleet, or snow, I don't care what I look like coming on Zoom. I don't care what it looks like time-wise. We are really going to start taking this bull by the horns and getting our community set up systematically step by step. And so uh, send me a text message or email, and I'll get that Zoom link out to you. Looking forward to seeing you all there. But... Let's get into this cryptocurrency conversation when we come forward. This is ahead of the crypto curve. And yes, y'all, I'm about to talk about crypto. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now let's get back to ahead of the crypto curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, our market update. Bitcoin is at $26,982. It's up in the last hour, 0.20%. And the last 24 hours, it's up 5.34%. And then the last seven days, it's down 3.0%. Ethereum is at $1,877 as we speak. It is down 0.17%, up in the last 24 hours, 3.96%. In the last seven days, it's down 1.50%. Now, I have a cousin that follows the market, and he told me that I could possibly get me some $25,000 Bitcoin because he's feeling like it's going to fall based on his charts to about $25,000. Now, I'm happy about that always because I can buy more Bitcoin when it goes a little bit lower, but we'll see what it says and we'll see what it does. In the interim, I have got a story that just makes me ticked off. The ex-Minnesota Vikings co-owner was sent to prison in a $700 million cryptocurrency shadow bank scam. Now, I know that he created or committed some fraud, or at least he actually admitted to it. He took a plea deal, 
But I am just wondering why everybody else in this cryptocurrency space that has ripped people off blatantly is at home. And this brother is getting 75 months in prison. Now, again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be in prison for doing something wrong. But why is it that we just always seem to do the time and other people do things and they don't do the time for their crimes? They just somehow just skate off. But anyway, a former co-owner of NFL Minnesota Vikings who defrauded another pro football league will spend more than six years behind bars for his role in this $700 million cryptocurrency scam, Reggie Fowler. And so basically he took this plea deal and he admitted to defrauding those that were connected to the AAF, which is the Alliance of Football America. The businessman from suburban Phoenix, Arizona, was an early investor in the Doom Pro Football League, which claimed to be an alternative to the NFL. The the AAF shut down in April of 2019, only after eight weeks of play. Fowler... um, he I don't I don't even know because you never know what happens in these plea deals and what else you know they might have had him actually pleading guilty to for whatever reasons but prosecutors claim that Fowler who is 64 evaded federal law by processing hundreds of millions of dollars in unregulated transactions on behalf of cryptocurrency exchanges as a shadow bank He created Global Trade Solutions, LLC, which worked with the company called Crypto Capital that allowed cryptocurrency exchanges to swap their digital currencies for for cash. This is what the prosecutors allege. Now, again, as I read this, if he pleaded guilty, then they would be saying that this is what he did, not what they allege that he did. But Fowler was accused of opening dozens, dozens of bank accounts and locations across the United States and worldwide falsely came in the accounts were for real estate investment transactions when they actually were meant to handle quick scheme crypto transactions. And so this brother will be spending a lot of time behind bars because they stated that he he was a he played a critical role in serious criminal enterprise by lying uh, to the banks that could have possibly faint, face these regulatory actions for supporting an unlicensed mon- money service business. Um, and so in less than 10 months, Fowler processed approximately $750 million in cryptocurrency transactions. And so he is gone for a little time. I shouldn't say a little time because this is a lot of time, in my opinion. So 75 months in prison is where he will be. um, He'll be going away for that. And there are just so many other things that are coming to light that people were doing in the cryptocurrency space. And again, it just makes those of us that were and are doing the right thing by communities and our people. Uh, You know, it puts us under scrutiny, undue scrutiny, in my opinion. But this is what was going on with him. And so um, 
as we take a look at this cryptocurrency space, it just seems like they're trying to clear it up or close it out <laughs> or move people away and scare people as much as they can. But because the, they actually actually made a statement and they said the U.S. attorney in the district of the Southern District of New York actually made a statement that was meant to be making people uh, a little bit fearful. He said, let it be clear. This office is committed to prosecuting people who lie to banks and skirt the law as means to conduct their business. And so that's it. Uh, that's just one of the things that is happening in the cryptocurrency space. Of course, we know that there are a lot of people that are selling Bitcoin and things. It's meant to be peer to peer. But because we live here in the United States, we definitely need to be uh, registered with FinCEN. And we are definitely registered with FinCEN. And we are making sure that we're doing our KYCs and, and all of those things. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we'll continue the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. If you have certain chronic conditions such as heart disease, asthma, diabetes, and you're 19 years of age or older, 52, 36, 42. You may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I'm going to ask my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate loses and love wins. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. One of the listeners sent me a quick DM just a few minutes ago, and they wanted to know, did they do the wrong thing by investing a thousand dollars in Coinbase's IPO? And so tomorrow I'm going to break that down because I have always stated to everybody and, and the, the listener was very uh, adamant about making sure that I knew that they invested the thousand dollars in Coinbase IPO before they actually knew about Coinbase and what they had done to black employees and women employees and before they started listening to the show. So I won't hold that against you and I won't say your name. I won't put you on blast, but I will tomorrow really make the comparison. If you had invested a thousand dollars in Bitcoin back in 2021, or $1,000 in Coinbase's IE, IPO, which, which one would you have gone or done better in? And so I'm going to break that down tomorrow, too, as we finish the conversation about stagflation and what direction we need to be going. But we're going to talk about this notion of investing in what we call exposure to Bitcoin as opposed to Bitcoin. And so I'll break that down and we'll see which one 
did better tomorrow. And so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me here today on Ahead of the Crypto Curve. We are going to have an event tonight where I am going to explain the necessity for us to take some massive steps right now to get our houses in order, to get our financials, our financials in order, because everything we've learned about money is wrong absolutely wrong so hit me up on don't hit me up on instagram twitter or any of those i know that you're following me there but please send me a text message or either an email so that we can send you the actual uh document so that you can get on the zoom today so with that ladies and gentlemen we are creating satoshi millionaires one day at a time one family at a time one bitcoin at a time one satoshi at a time and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. You're listening to Nadja Roberts on the head of the crypto curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms at Nadja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Nadja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.